seasonal tidings things we need to do in winter it's incredible how much joy and cheer festivals bring to our lives what a great excuse to meet the people we love and spend time with them surprisingly the only thing we really need to make these times happy and satisfying is take a guess no it's not money or presents but good health I think almost every religion has a prayer that asks God for good health first and then everything else. Those of us who have figured out the immense value of physical and mental stability are however still looking for answers. And that's exactly why I've been digging up on what we can do in each season to stay healthy so we can enjoy the beauty and joy of each without illnesses interfering. So we are all familiar with how seasonal variations affect our health. It's no rocket science. Seasonal weather changes affect our body and its energy and if we don't know how to deal with them we may become victims to the same ailments at the same times of the year. What most of us don't know is that the seasons not only affect our physical health but also our mental health. Oh come on. I know you've noticed the weather that has made you happy and sad, irritated and elated, lethargic and comfy, rejuvenated. You also know the healthy mind, healthy body drill. So now you know that seasons can affect our overall wellness or the lack of it. Fortunately, Ayurveda has volumes to say about how and why seasons affect us and what we can do to manage our wellness in each season. It's called Ritucharya or seasonal routine. Even more fortunately, instead of the usual four seasons of the year, Ayurveda breaks down seasons to even smaller durations of two months each, so they are easier to manage. So this makes six seasons, which are Shishir or winter, which falls between mid-January and mid-March, Vasant, which is spring between March and May, Grishma or summer between May and July. Varsha that is monsoon between July and September Sharad or autumn between September and November and then finally pre-winter or Hemant which falls between mid-November and mid-January I'm sure you are wondering how this helps us it tells us how we need to make changes every 2 months in our routine to stay on top of our health I'd say it can't get any more comprehensive than that huh It seems Henry Ford once said, "Don't find fault, find a remedy." Anyone can complain. The reason I like that quote is because it tells us to take control of our lives. It's easy to blame a rash or cold or dozens of other ailments on the season, but it's so much more satisfying to be in control of one's health. The tenets of Ayurveda give specific guidelines on how we can protect our minds and bodies from the effect of seasons. and let me tell you they aren't that difficult or complicated to follow i don't want to confuse you so i'm going to take up one season at a time for the next five podcasts and we'll start with the first one shishir or winter season today so it is all to do with how seasons affect the digestive fire or the agni of our bodies as identified by ayurveda agni is the body heat very obviously the main sign of life in a body one of its main functions is to regulate digestion and produce energy in the body let's begin with how winters affect us like i said previously winter in ayurveda is the period between mid january and mid march 
some of the obvious changes in nature in any season are the climate the temperature the levels of humidity in the air the availability of fresh produce and so on but how do they affect our insights that's what we need to find out okay now in the shishir or the winter season the cold and dry climate with low moisture can lead to problems in the vat and cuff doshas in our body the usual symptoms are dry skin stiff joints pain in old injuries uh, then you have sore throat dry mouth uh, dandruff and hair fall at the same time physical strength is also something which is heightened at this time of the year and so it's a great time to build on your body strength and immunity the digestive fire that we discussed earlier is also at its best during this time of the year so how do we protect ourselves from the changing climate and make the most of the advantages that it gives to strengthen our systems for the coming months i'm going to make this really simple here's a list of things you should do and should not be doing in terms of your lifestyle and diet let's start with the diet in winter it's great idea to include sweet sour and salty tasting food these foods provide strength to the body uh, nourishment to the skin and they also open up blocked pathways in our bodies respectively lemons and the indian gooseberry which is amla in the sour category are especially beneficial you can also choose heavy and oily food stuff to maintain warmth and give the body energy newly harvested grains are a good option as is meat and non-vegetarian foods that warm you up and energize cereals pulses wheat or gram flour products even rice and corn are all good for health during winters even warming spices like ginger and garlic these are good ghee or clarified butter and dairy products are a big yes because they are digested easily at this time of the year as long as you are active and working out Make sure to avoid going on crash diets and having light restricted meals. The weather calls for foods that fortify your strength and give warmth to your body and you're actually damaging your stamina and energy levels by going on diets at this time of the year. Ayurveda also strictly prohibits highly pungent or hot and spicy and astringent foodstuffs in winter. because they have a sharp effect on the mouth tongue and throat causing dryness in weather that is already crisp and dry similar advice is maintained for foods that are cold and dry i realize this could put you off a bit but it's a great idea to go slow on alcohol in the winters because too much of it could be dehydrating uh, it can increase dryness in the body what about lifestyle changes well heavy exercise is a good thing in winter compared to other seasons so you could indulge in yoga aerobics zumba running all these are great health boosters in this season head massages and body massages with herbal oils are extremely good for blood circulation to give you warmth prevent aggravation of doshas and to also renew your body cells the cold is a good time to bask in the warm light of the sun and doing it regularly during Winter not only gives you a lot of vitamin D but also activates your sweat glands and does wonders for your appetite. Herbal body masks before your showers are a great way to keep your skin from aging at these times. Make sure you are using lukewarm water for all your needs like bathing and drinking. 
So these are all the things that you should be doing during winter. However, Ayurveda also stipulates a list of stuff you shouldn't be doing or should be avoiding. For example, being inactive and lethargic in winters can be extremely detrimental to your health by inducing stiffness and rapid weight gain. Don't expose yourself to cold winds, make sure you sleep well and eat at regular times. Too much traveling or staying awake till late is bad for health in any case, but it's more during winters. Stay warm by covering up properly, have warm baths, steams, saunas, make sure you live in warm spaces, cuddle up to your loved ones and have good company and a warm cup of turmeric milk next to you for all-round protection. Oh come on, it's not that tall an order. In fact, if you go through it again, you'll find all of it is pretty logical. Even more surprising is the fact that you probably know all this but were not consciously practicing. Well, that's what this podcast is all about, isn't it? It's not to preach, it's to remind you, make you aware about the things we've known but haven't paid much attention to. To ignite your curiosity in how you can boost your health and stamina without popping harmful pills and staying away from treatments that could leave you with lifelong defects. So why don't you take a moment to sit down and decide two things you're going to change about your diet and your lifestyle that will help you cope with the coming bitter winters. I'm serious, you know, you only have to start to know just how much these tiny changes can actually help you stay healthy and stronger to face the changing weather. By the way, if you have any questions or need specific advice, you can reach out to me on nirogam.com or directly message me on our Instagram account, which is Nirogam Ayurveda. You'll find links in the description and show notes of this podcast also. So signing off, this is That Ayurveda Guy, Puneet Agarwal. I'll be back with a podcast on the next Ayurveda season, which is Vasant or spring, which is the time between mid-March and mid-May. But I'll leave you to deal with the approaching winter for now. Love yourself first and everything will follow. Well, that's my motto at least. Ciao, till we speak again. Bye-bye.